Welcome to FitSpeed, the Fraser Valley's only fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Kevin Hines along with Zach Newfeld. We're brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. Even though we're in the dark season, get a head start on your upcoming race season. Whether the goal is to lose weight, improve your fitness, run a marathon, finish a fondo, or tackle a triathlon, here's your chance to get into a coaching program at a super price. It's the TriJoy Try for 50 promotion. You'll get one-on-one consultation, four-week training program, and weekly access to your coach for $50 for your first month. That's the TriJoy Try for 50 promotion. See the TriJoy link on the FitSpeak homepage for more information. We're also brought to you by Wenting Cycling Mission. Here's your Wenting's Word of the Week. It is cross. Once again, the Wenting's Word of the Week is cross. Mention that word to Leah, Elizabeth, Bruce, or Dylan the next time you are at Wenting's and you win a prize. It's just that easy. One more time, the Wenting's Word of the Week is cross. On the program today, we'll be learning about the new half marathon in Mission. Zach will be by to look at race results from events out in Maple Ridge and in the Okanagan. We'll give you installment one of Planet Mikey. But first, it's time for the roundtable. And welcome to Fitspeak 19. Kevin Hines here doing my best. Uh, heard the cats. Last time we were hitting the airwaves, it was Zach's alternator that prevented him from doing the round table. This time it's Kevin Watt who's missing in action. Uh, Zach, we'll forge on. What's uh, new with you? Well, my car was broken down last week, and now I'm broken down this week. Just How'd that happen? Just finished a marathon on uh, Thanksgiving weekend. So you're, you're walking too good. I, I know. I was sick before, and I thought, you know what? I just can't give this up. I had to race, and now I'm down with the bug. You are in pretty good shape considering you've had a bug. His voice is in top form. His legs look pretty good. So uh, how are you feeling? I mean, you look fine. You sound okay. I've, I'm actually feeling pretty good. Um great race uh slowest marathon i've ever done but probably the most fun run i've done so there is a connection there i've always said to mikey ross if you're smiling if you're having a good time on the race course chances are you're probably not doing your best but you said you had fun out there tell us about the kind of day you had well uh, the weather was fantastic um what does fantastic mean well to me if i had some weather that uh let's say some sun, some clouds is moderately cool. You know what I'm talking about, some, some autumn weather. Um, leaves were turning, lots of stuff to look at. It was a gorgeous course, too. So Everybody wants to know. I mean, uh, Brian from Agassiz does it all the time. You ran a marathon, so it could have been a little bit longer. Did you do the marathon in your Speedo? We've seen it before. Well, maybe in the Pride Run. In the fall? Man, I don't know. Uh, no, I didn't. What was, what was the attire for the race? I wore black shorts, um, red compression stockings, and oh man, I can't remember the name of my shoes, but... What color were they? Oh, they were green shoes. Minimalist shoes. Um, Backwards cap, but I got some comments on that actually. Good ones or bad ones? Um, People are saying it was kind of novel. But maybe that could have been could have been just me hallucinating at the end stages there. <laughs> so ran a marathon along with a lot of people from the Abbotsford Triathlon Club. We'll be hearing more about that as Zach does his race results. Busy time of year. We have a lot of things happening in the Fraser Valley. We're going to tee up one of the events that's happening. It's the very first time here in the Fraser Valley. It's a half marathon. It's happening at the Mission Raceway. It's going to be crazy. 
and that is the Mission Half Marathon. We've got the race director, and that's coming up later in this edition of Fitspeak. Anything else going on in your neck of the woods, Zach? Mostly just fall off-season, or as Christina from ATC would say, the out-season. I'm... We did some goal setting actually the other night at the triathlon club here in Abbotsford and um, made my decision to focus on my run next year. So my 10K is going to be squeaky clean fast. Sounds scary because you had some pretty amazing runs this year, um, mainly outside of triathlon, but you also did a pretty good job over at Elk Lake. I'm just trying to think back to that already. So many races this summer. Um... Yes, I did, actually. I think that's where I injured myself, trying to beat Michael Ross. So I'd say that was a, overall, that was a success. But, okay, I'm I'm catching on here. There's a theme. Things are breaking. <laughs> there is, a, if you've ever been uh, drag racing before, the, the standard saying is, how fast do you want to go? Well, how much money do you have? How many parts do you want to break? Um, in addition to doing that, race down at the Mission Speedway. Lots of other racing going on. Lots of things going on for charity. We've got the Cares Run in Abbotsford happening on the 19th. Returning as usual courtesy of Marie Lashy. The Santa Shuffle happening in Abbotsford in December. Matt Scott, our friend out in Abbotsford. The gravel guy. He's bringing back the Valley Cross and the Abbotsford version of that is happening in November. Any other ideas that uh, you've been kicking around, Zach? Maybe races for next year already or just something in the meantime hmm i know santa shuffle this year i'm really looking forward to and why is that well i just got earrings and, and last year i dressed up as an elf i think this year i'll put some some hoops in my ears and wear some jingle bells or something like that so it's all for the salvation army and that's yeah. coming up i believe the first saturday in the month of december hard to say if we're going to have snow for that one or not uh, as we head over to the Okanagan Valley in Penticton, if you haven't heard some breaking news in the world of triathlon, something that's been happening in other parts of the world is being transplanted into the Okanagan. It's the, um, I suppose, start of the Super League Triathlon Series. So this has been originated or founded by Mac at Chris McCormack, who's, of course, a famous triathlete. Back about five years ago, he did some pretty neat stuff and, of course, was world champion for a number of years. So he's teamed up with Michael Brown from Edmonton to bring the Super League Triathlon Series to Penticton. But this, however, is actually happening around the middle of the month, around September, or rather, I should say, August, of course, August 19th. That leaves the last Sunday in August open. And the last time they didn't have a long-distance race in the South Okanagan in August was about 1979. I see an opportunity, and it's knocking at my door, Zach. We will have Fitspeak listeners and some other people becoming aware of that as we get closer. Time to roll! Thanksgiving long weekend. Just not a time for turkey, but also in the Fraser Valley and in the Okanagan Valleys, race season. Over in the Fraser Valley, down in Maple Ridge, there was a race called Oktoberfest. That was on October 1st. But just last weekend was the Okanagan Marathon. And giving us the race results, leading off in the female division, here's Zach Newfeld. Claire Young won first place in a time of three hours and six minutes. That was just 37 seconds ahead of Genevieve Kufopi. Third place, having a solid finish of 3 hours and 7 minutes, was Megan Brown. 
Moving on to the men's division, David Eichelboom finished in 2 hours and 34 minutes, followed by Brian York in 2 hours and 39 minutes. That was 50 seconds ahead of Daryl Vanderwood. Some additional finishers include the Fitz, some of our Fitzpeak friends, actually. Doing her first marathon, Rio Glowoski did really great. She finished in just over 5 hours and uh, five, 57 seconds with an extra, what I heard was uh, 200 meters on the course, she said, according to her GPS. But I wanted to mention, uh, running tangents, I just looked these up, can add hundreds of meters to your uh, course distance. So if she had run her tangents, maybe she would have been under five hours. I'm sorry, Rio. <laughs> um, uh, moving on, Angela Jogabi, Jobaggy, sorry. She did her, not her first marathon. She's an avid marathoner, done dozens of marathons this year. Uh, she was Pace Bunny for the first time. Congratulations, Angela. Um, and she did that through the running room. She finished in just under four and a half hours. Elise Ree um, also did the marathon in the time of five hours and 16 minutes. In the men's division, Simon Cox, not much training done this year, I heard talking to him, but he still squeaked in just 10, 10 minutes, about 10 minutes behind me in a time of four hours and 35 minutes. He doesn't know it yet, but he is doing Iron Man. Just a matter of time. Yes, Zhang Vangzom Fan <laughs> finished in five hours and seventeen minutes. His time's getting much better over uh, the course of time. And myself, Zachary Newfeld, I finished in four hours and fourteen minutes. As Kevin mentioned, Athletes in Kind put on the Oktoberfest run, which had a which featured a five k and a ten k race. And here are some of the results for that race. Earning first place, Evan Korinsgesser finished in 38.50. Just one second. Get that one second ahead of Sam Menke, who's only 15 years old. And Evan Korinsgesser was in the men's 15 to 16, uh, sorry, 16 to 19 category. So moving on to the women's 10K, Maggie Graydon finished in 44.37, closely followed by Emmy Emma Graydon who I'm guessing is her sister, in 45-32. Both were under 15 years old. And their father, Sean Graydon, won the men's 5K in 1908. I guess we can see where the genes come from. As you know, fall is a very busy time for running in the Fraser Valley and the Lower Mainland. We heard about the Valley Verticular a few weeks back, Another brand new event in the Fraser Valley is the Mission Half Marathon. Fitspeak Kevin Heinz spoke to race director Alistair Kilty about the event. And on the line with us this afternoon, live from Vancouver, is Alistair Kilty, and he is one of the people responsible for organizing a brand new race that's happening in the Fraser Valley, actually at the Mission Raceway. Alistair, welcome to the program. So, Alistair, um, we know that the race is happening at the Mission Speedway, so maybe you could tell our listeners uh, what your motivation was for choosing such a unique venue. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was just looking at um, doing something a little bit different. Um, so, I think one exciting thing about this um, format is that it's going to be ten and a half laps to the race course. Um, so, we're going to have the front runners and the, through the back of the pack as they're going to be 
uh, sort of running with each other, which is um, something you don't see at any other race. Yeah, there's certainly going to be a lot of interaction and uh, perhaps opportunities to get motivated if a person passes you one too many times or maybe a bit too quickly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and also, it will be quite a smaller race, but it sort of gives a bigger race atmosphere because um, everyone will be so condensed there. What are you expecting as far as uh, participants go? Participants, uh, we're probably looking around about 40 or 50 there. Okay. It is a quite small race, but yeah, it's meant to be kind of yeah, intimate um, community type field race. So uh, yeah, it should be good. So for the listeners who don't know about the race, it is going to be held at the Mission Speedway. So we know where that is, but could you tell us the date and the time that it starts, please? Yeah, for sure. So it'll be um, Saturday, October 28th. Um, and the race start will be at 11 a.m. So uh, you can uh, sleep in a little bit. So uh, that should be nice. Yeah, most of the half, I was going to say half Ironman, but half marathon races, that's usually like a 7 or an 8 o'clock. So getting the extra opportunity to sleep a bit isn't a bad thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's one of the benefits of uh, not being, um, being a private area. So we can uh, move back a little bit there. So we're, uh, what were some of the challenges in planning out this race for you, Alistair? Um, overall, I think it wasn't too bad. Uh, just getting the course measured and sort of deciding what part of the course exactly to use. And obviously we, we're trying to finish it on the um, where the drag strip is, so it sort of gives the finishing straight there. So yeah, just trying to work out whereabouts exactly to start the race. But yeah, overall it wasn't too bad. Now how much does it cost for a person to enter your race? Um, so at the, at the moment, um, it is $39. So it is actually in US dollars because it is, um, that's the, the company which is uh, providing the, the website for us. So you said um, $39 American. Yep, that's right. How's your math this afternoon? Uh, what would that translate to Canadian? Because I just heard coming back home that the dollar right now is at a boy, about rather uh, 80 cents. Okay. Um, roughly, we're looking probably $50 uh, Canadian, but my math <laughs> okay, um, so for the $50, you get an opportunity to do the race. What else does a runner get for the money? As I said, it is just a community race, so it's not going to be a um, you know, big bells and whistles thing. So it will just be entry to the race. We're going to have sports drink there and obviously water. Um, and as it is a multiple lap uh, race, there will be an aid station, uh, which is every two, two kilometers approximately as well. Um, and we do have uh, sponsors as well chipping in with one or two extras. Okay. And of course, there will be a finisher medal as well. Um, and we've got um, top three place getters in both the male and the female. Uh, we'll also get a medal. And we do have some prizes as well uh, for the top three mission residents, uh, male and female as well. Nice. You're giving, you're giving back to the local folks. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. So how does a person sign up for your race? Um, now, you said participants get medals. Yeah, that's right. So everyone will get a finisher's medal. Uh, any rough idea about how it looks? Maybe you could ex uh, describe what it looks like for our listeners. Yeah, um, so yeah, we've just got the uh, the logo on it, um, which is uh, sort of has a mountain drop backdrop on it. Um, if you want, you can have a, a look on the uh, Facebook page. So there's a link on Mission Half to there. Um, or you can just go to Run BC Events. Um, on Facebook, um, and there's a copy of what the medal looks like there. Okay, well, uh, we'll post the link on our Fitzbig website, Kips. Uh, you know, the more people I talk to, the the bling factor right now in races is pretty huge, so uh, a nice-looking medal, it might be worth the 21 kilometers of running. <laughs> That's right, it might be worth the pain to, uh, to 
just show off the medal at the end. So, Alistair, I understand you're also a bit of an athlete yourself, and you did a, a race out in the East not that long ago. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I actually just came back from um, Ironman Taiwan, but yeah, I've always been a regular runner, and I've uh, kind of taken up triathlon as well in the past few years. So, how did your uh, Ironman Taiwan experience go for you? Well, it was tough. It was a lot more humid than I expected, but uh, yeah, I got there eventually, but a, a little slow, slower than what I hoped for. And any races up on the horizon for you? Um, nothing in the immediate future. Probably the next race is going to be the last chance half marathon. That's going to be in Bellingham on New Year's Eve. So it gives you plenty of time to train. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I get, get back into this um, running full time instead of putting it between three disciplines. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can uh, do quite well there. Yeah. Fall is always a good time to kind of focus on your running or pick a specific discipline and maybe give that more of the attention than rather than splitting it uh, in three ways like most of us triathletes do throughout uh, a big punch, uh, a big part of the season. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, I won't have to worry about the heat either in December, so uh, that should be nice. Okay, well, thank you so much, Alistair. That was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on here. And here's your FitSpeak 19 upcoming event schedule. Our first event is coming up on Saturday, October 21st. It's the 10th annual CARES Run, a fundraiser for the CARES Group, a nonprofit organization in Abbotsford that provides counseling services to folks who need it at affordable rates. This year's run offers a 5K and a 10K distance, as well as a 1K walk and kids division. The idea is to get you out there and help the cause. Go to cares.ca to sign up and get more information. Out in Clearbrook Park in Abbotsford on Sunday, November 19th is the running bargain of the year. Peninsula Runners and Maizunu are teaming up for the cross-country ramble. It's a spike-friendly 6.4-kilometer course. It'll cost you $10. You heard right. Head over to Peninsula Runners' website and follow the links for registration and information. In mission, just a reminder, Master Swimming is now back in session. Classes are Tuesdays and Thursdays starting at 7.45 in the evening. To sign up, just get on deck at the Mission Leisure Center and ask for Ryan. As we heard a few weeks ago, the Abbotsford Trail Runners are sponsoring their first race, the Verda Killer. It's a challenging course, so if you're into testing your strength and endurance, this race is definitely for you. Or if you like beer as a post-race recovery beverage, this race is definitely yours. It's on October 21st. Head over to Valley Verda Killer to get more gruesome details. And that's your upcoming event schedule. While some people dabble in the sport of triathlon as part of checking off a box on some sort of bucket list, some people jump right into the bucket and completely immerse themselves for years. After 17 years, a local athlete and Abbotsford triathlon coach is still in that bucket and loving it. Welcome to a new feature on FitSpeak. For the next five FitSpeaks, we'll be featuring Planet Mikey, the thoughts and experiences of Mikey Ross. In this first episode, we will find out about growing up in Duncan back in the 1960s and how he got into the sport of triathlon. Growing up, Vancouver Island, Duncan in the 1950s and 1960s, what were the sort of sports or things you did as a kid? 
I was late coming into sports. I was very shy in school and I didn't think I could do any sports. So one of the first things we all did on Vancouver Island was swimming lessons in an unheated pool at a private school. It was the only pool in Duncan. So that was the sp first sport I took up was learning how to swim so I wouldn't drown in our rivers and lakes because all of us swam in the rivers and lakes. But team sports, nothing until high school. And then I joined curling because our high school PE teacher said, if you don't join one team sport, I'm going to give you a D. So that was my motivator. <laughs> a bit of marks is a motivator. <laughs> Exactly. How did the curling go? I actually ended up loving it. Yeah, it was a really good sport to start experiencing team sport. After that, you did something probably growing up like every Canadian kid did in the 60s and 70s, the Canada Fitness Test. Does that ring a bell? Oh, it How did that go for you? Well, it didn't go so well. I got really good uh, ratings, maybe golds or silvers for everything, but there was one thing I could not do, I, and I still don't think I can do them, I haven't tried for decades, is a chin-up. For some reason, my body doesn't seem to do chin-ups. And the Canada Fitness Test, uh, you can only get... Uh, one of the colored medals if you hadn't reached a minimum for everything. And because of the chin-up, I got a participation badge, which oh. I hid in my drawer for decades. It was shameful. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, um, you come from a big family. Yeah. Parents are, were around. Um, how did your parents or brothers or sisters influence you when it came to sports or just exercising in general? To be honest, uh, my five older siblings were almost grown up and out of the house when I was little, so they didn't really influence me in sport at all. Um, I ended up being influenced by loving the feeling of uh, going fast. So in high school, I discovered cross-country running in grade 11. We were all made to go on this run that had obstacles like going under barbed wire, through rivers, and through a private property. You couldn't get away with it nowadays. But Sounds like training for the army. Exactly. <laughs> it was. And uh, I did really well in it. And I went, hmm, I think I found something I'm good at. So it took me a long, long, long time. But I came upon running first, basically. And I loved the endorphins from it from the get-go. And I've been an endorphin junkie ever since. You went to University of Victoria. How were sports uh, a part of your life when you were mm, doing that? Yeah, UVic. I started discovering uh, the trails around UVic, so did a lot of running there. And then I discovered the pool and Speedos. I've always loved wearing Speedos, and I've loved the pool. And here I am at 61, still wearing my Speedos in a pool. I loved swimming, and I would probably swim three, four times a week uh, at UVic, but I didn't swim very well because I had never been formally taught how to. And that came later with Ryan Clifton in Mission. Originally a runner, fairly successful. Tell us about the first race that you won. <laughs> could this, could I make this a triathlon? Because it was so bizarre. I never won any running races up until I, I don't think I won any. You know, I did. There was this thing called the uh, hospital run for 5k or something in Pitt Meadows. And I somehow won that. And what was really cool, more than my winning, was that Tina Louise Harris won the women's division. And we both have been friends for decades. So we were in seventh heaven because she and I both won races. Tell us about triathlon. You graduated, some people say defected from the pure sport of running. Um, and you got involved in this silly thing that involves swimming, biking, running, and a lot of eating and a lot of wearing spandex. How did, <laughs> how did you get into a triathlon? Oh, good old Janine Ross. Janine, okay. Janine uh, 
Who is your sister? Is my sister. She's my younger sister. And the two of us are very close. And she's been an athlete for a very long time. She was a runner and triathlete before me. And I was over on the island visiting one time and being quite the runner at the time, doing very well, considering myself pseudo-elite. Never elite, but in my head I was. Uh, I said something snarky one night when she said she was um, the race director for the Couch and Challenge Triathlon which is a very hilly, challenging little sprint race. I said something like, oh, well, you know, triathlons, they're just for wannabe runners, wannabe cyclists, and wannabe swimmers. They aren't, probably aren't very good at any one of those sports. And I had such a snotty attitude to it that my sister said right then and there, oh, well, you've never done one, so why don't you give it a try? And I, and I said, ah, maybe not. Then we discovered this thing called the, Her- the uh, My First Challenge, I think they were called. It was a little series of very informal uh, swim, uh, excuse me, triathlons Mm -hmm. that were uh, happening all over different communities because the guy running them would come into a community, not remember to get his license or his permission to set up, and then he'd be moved to the next community. And the year I did it was at Harrison Hot Springs in the lagoon. And how was the lagoon the year you did it? It was very interesting. It made us all swim fast. It was so weedy. And at that point, I did not like weeds, and I was grossed out by it. So I had an awesome swim and got out of there like a bat out of hell and actually ended up winning that triathlon because a lady sent the first five people the wrong way on the run. So we ended up doing a 3K instead of a 5K. But success. That was success. That was the start. Yeah. And that's it for another edition of FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's only wellness, fitness, and endurance sports podcast. FitSpeak is brought to you by Wentings in Mission. Your Wentings word of the week is cross. FitSpeak is also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport, featuring the Try for 50 promotion. Check the TriJoy link on the FitSpeak homepage. Join us next time when we'll have Kevin Watt back with his Instagram shoutouts. Zach Newfeld will be here with his Between the Ears feature, and we'll have episode two of Planet Mikey. This week, I'd like to thank Zach Newfeld and our featured guest interviewee, Alistair Kilty from the Mission Half Marathon. That's all for now. I'm Kevin Hines. Thanks for listening.